Welcome back to another episode of the Bad Taste Video Podcast. I'm Mike. I'm here with my Halloween homeboy, Mr. Grizz, and a very special guest, Mr. E.K. Wimmer from the Laser Graves Podcast. But I was... I was, I, I just, I'm shocked. I could, I could swear I was looking at the man himself, Rob Zombie. Jesus. Yeah. There he is, man. <laughs> yeah, ding a flesh. Dude, what a costume. When EK said, yo, I'm going to be fucking Rob Zombie, show me that he's like making the hat. I'm like, Jesus, this thing is <laughs> yeah. pretty much spot on. The hat is set it off. The homemade yeah. hat set it, it off. It's a little sure. hard to see right now, but you know what? We'll get a picture of it. We'll put it up on the Instagram so you could see. Yeah. Uh, we have Mr. Mr. Grizz over here as uh, Hillbilly Jim himself. Look, he's even got his, right. uh, he's even got the wrist tape. Come on, let's see him. Now here's the question. How are you going to get that tape off after? It's going to hurt like a motherfucker, dude. <laughs> I can tell you that right now. <laughs> and uh, me, I'm reliving my glory days of uh, long ago having hair. And everything else is just kind of an accessory. <laughs> right? Dude, you look like you just walked off of like a 70s porno set. Ready? This is real. As you can see, the beard is gone. Dude, this is this is just Mwah. Dude, this is, very this, nice. is, yeah. this is what happens when you mix like Italian with like Eastern European hair. You get this. <laughs> you're, like, you're like just got off the set of like you know like some kind of like uranus fucking like film that they're shooting dude, i, the I kind of got the rick rude going on right now i'm close man dude, dude yeah but, um, dude you honestly when you came out with the fucking hair with the private group already dude i was like yeah. this is a fucking polonia brother holy <laughs> fuck dude. I, I couldn't find the glasses unfortunately um i was not gonna try that hard but i did manage to have um, their space goggles that they use, um, genuine NASA space goggles. Uh, so you but, probably but, just had those in your fucking workshop. Fuck you, man. Uh, but before we get into anything else, let's hit that intro and get into this fucking movie. As you could see in that wonderful intro that I'm surprised hasn't gotten us uh, in any sort of trouble on YouTube, because according, according to Twitch, that was too hot for Twitch. That's, legitimate, <laughs> that's legitimate, uh, legitimately what got us like, fucking suspended and everything, uh, but we're going pretty strong on here. I'm surprised we haven't gotten in any sort of trouble, but, 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 but yeah, but, like, but. didn't like, but didn't like fucking YouTube reached out and was like. What's up with the violence? You're like, we fucking cover movies. I'm like, oh, cool. Oh, yeah. Actually, so, you're like, right. Like, one of the first ones that we put up here, I I got, like, a, a strike for, like, fucking, like, violence and gore and everything and all and that shit. And I was like, oh, like, we're, here we go again. We're fucked. No, no. You know? I, I, like, I challenged it. I'm like, no, we do, uh, we do uh, reviews of low-budget horror movies from the 80s and the 90s. Um, this is, you know, it's it by no means real or anything. And they fucking took the strike away and they, they look at us now. Maybe they no put a little flag on baby. it. Yeah. They yeah. just said like, yeah, these guys are fucking morons. Just, just leave them. Be. <laughs> yeah. Just never monetize these guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But this week we're covering blood red planet, a Polonia brothers classic. I don't give a flying fuck what Grizz has to say. This is one of the best Polonia movies. It's not quite, I'm not even going to say it's not quite, it's not a horror movie. Let's be real. This is not a horror no, movie. Not at all. This is a science fiction film about a quarter of the way through it. I went, Oh fuck. I forgot. Chris is going to hate this shit. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen. I take back every bad thing I ever said about Bad Magic. Bad Magic is a fucking great Polonia film. 
I'd be happy to watch that anytime. Just don't ever fucking ask me to watch this movie ever oh, again oh, for man. this fucking podcast. All right, oh, now, give it three months and you'll say the same thing about this. <laughs> three now, months. Yeah, we we could show you worse ones, man. We could we could dig deep oh, for I'm you. Sure. We could I'm well sure. we could start showing you. Ah, I'm not. I don't want to say anything because I don't want to get in trouble with. Uh, <laughs> I don't want Mark to hate us. Um, <laughs> but this this movie to me is quite different than any other of the Polonia films um, that I'm at least familiar with because there are tons out there that are, you know, from what, EK, like 2003 to current mm-hmm. that are just kind of like sprinkled in. They're on Tubi and everything like that, but they just, they never like gave me the same feeling as, you know, the the John and Mark stuff. It's just, it's different. But this one feels like it's an actual movie with a plot, with a fucking story that like actually makes sense. Um, I, I don't know. I feel like this is like one of their most put together films because then you have like the house that screamed one and two and stuff after that, which, you know, they're good. They're, they're great Polonia films, but I feel like this one just stands out for whatever reason. I don't know what it is. <sighs> I mean, maybe because like Like, the the dialogue just drowns you in like uh, boringness throughout like most of it. Like, and I get it. Like, I'm not the biggest sci-fi fan in the world. Like, I was, I was kind of like, you know, as soon as I realized it was going to be that heavy of a sci-fi movie, I was like, oh fuck me, dude, this is what we're getting into. Yeah, but then like, I I was still open to it. I was like, it's a Polonia film. There's got to be some like fun aspects, and there is. There's some really fucking funny scenes. Um, some of the dialogue is funny, but I mean overly boring movie in my opinion for the most part this one just doesn't like there's a lot of it where i'm just like come on let's get to the fucking like let's let's like the whole first half of this movie is really just a slow bake man well it's really building up for you know pretty much you know they're giving you the plot of the story the first half of it and then the second half is them pretty much just go into there. I, I don't want to ruin it because, well, we will ruin it eventually. But EK, this you're you're our Polonia expert. You have the books. You've you've seen everything. Uh, where do you rank this one on on the scale? Uh, from you know, I don't even I don't even know what the scale would be. I. Uh, it's an interesting one because I think what throws a lot of people is they do play this pretty straight. Like the comedy is there, but it's not in front like most of their movies yeah. and they did that intentionally so right there i think that throws a little bit you know people off and then second is like you said of of almost all their movies this is probably the easiest to follow it it does have a beginning middle and end that's really structured and considering like you said you know house of scream came right before this and dweller came right after and both of those are just typical nonsense that this one, um, at first, when I first saw it, I would agree with Grizz. Like, I was a little bored at first. And then, like Bad Magic, I gave it a second watch. And then by my third watch, I knew what was coming. I got all the humor. I got the plot. And I could really enjoy it. So this one took some time to grow on me. Um, and I would say every time I watch it, it keeps growing. I wouldn't put it up there as top tier, but I wouldn't put it at the bottom either. I would put it kind of like right in the middle as for Polonia fans, this is a solid film, um, but this isn't one that I would come out recommending to somebody well, who's it, never seen I think seen there's like also like different. I think that's such a broad statement to be like Polonia film fans, you know, because like uh, it, it it varies so much <laughs> in what you get in that statement, you know, like every movie does have some similarities to them, but there is like such a vast difference in their overall catalog. Um, whereas like, you know, like what Mike was saying earlier, the early stuff that it was really just the brothers like honing in on their craft, uh, that to me is like the bread and butter of what I loved and what I got into these guys about. Whereas like now at this point in like 2000 and even with the horror stuff at this point, like, uh, it, it's just, it's not hitting those marks for me as much. Um, I think, you know, bad magic still kind of has a little bit of that magic, I guess you would say from like the brothers and stuff. But like, yeah. uh, at this point, I just feel like a lot of that's lost. Even though, you know, John is in this film and stuff like that, it's just not, it's not like that, like, creative, let's, like, just try shit kind of a thing to me, whereas, like, they had a bigger picture in mind going into this. Yeah, I don't know, this is, like, a time period where I really do enjoy these movies that came out, like Terror House and, uh, 
the house that screamed, like I said, this. Uh, I haven't seen Dweller, and EK was telling it's me that I, have to, that I have to watch it. It's another John McBride movie, right? Uh, well, it's in- got all three of them in it. So the brothers are, are both, you know, John and, and Mark are in it with John McBride, and it's back to the three as the main cast, which anytime all three of them are in a film, I feel like it's real fun. And yeah. so maybe that's something that's slightly off for Grizz, too, with this one, is that even though Mark's involved, he's not... He's not in the cast with with John, whereas with Dweller that came out right after this, they're right back there. And I can tell you right away, I was laughing more, even though they play that one kind of straight too. just because when you know their films and and yeah, as you're right, you know, there's different eras of Polonia films, but you still kind of generally know what you're in for. But when you see the two brothers on screen together, they don't even have to say anything. And you're already laughing because, you know, it's it's a spark. Yeah. Yeah. You just know it. And so that's what I do like about Dweller is that that they are both in there and they're interacting with John McBride, which is the three of them together are just, you know, it's really yeah. the dream team. It's man. When, when, when the magic happens. Yeah. Um, EK, like, Mike, do you... Why don't you like like before we like continue with this thing, like why don't we just give like an overall idea of what this movie is about? Because there's like some comparisons that I want to like, you know, make to other films of theirs and stuff like that. And it might explain a little bit of why I'm not as in love with this one. EK, you want to do it or you want me to do it? Uh, you can. I mean, it's a pretty easy walkthrough. We should make Grizz do it to show that he, he actually <laughs> watched it. Don't get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so this, uh, this planetoid is heading towards Earth, which is causing all sorts of weather anomalies, which is causing a whole bunch of issues with the population of humans. And they have to send specialized teams to see what's going on. And after... One team is completely destroyed. They have to send the dream team to take care of business. No, they're actually, they actually may uh, mention that they're like the, like the fuck ups and like the people that they don't really care about. They say, oh, it's a suicide mission. I thought that was pretty funny. Which is like, which is like (laughs) evident because like the one guy's wasted the whole time, like hitting the fucking bottle and shit. I did like that. Um, so the EK, copacetic guy. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that was on like a word of the day calendar, probably. They're just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. copacetic. Like, oh, that's uh, cool. EK, do you happen to have the DVD handy um, that you have? I don't. No? Uh, I could grab it, but it's it's part of a box set called Galaxy of Terror, which was kind of a bitch to find because it's got four films on there and three of them are Polonia films. And um, as I was, you know, I've mentioned before, they their stuff from 2000 on. You know, the only ones that got releases were like House of Scream 2, House of Scream, and um, and this one, Blood Red Planet. So everything else got put on these really weird box sets, DVD box sets. And so it took me a while to track down some of these. And the Galaxy of Terror one was a big one because the one time it would pop up, it would be overpriced or something. But yeah. I eventually found it. So and I think it's just a VHS rip also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have to we have to double check that. I actually have the. Uh... I actually have the tape. Look at that. Um, yeah, look at that shit. Hey, there you go. What is it? I love uh, that face. Round scent. Roundscent.com. What the fuck, man? This is like one of those like things because it's not uh, like a... That cover just sells so much harder than the movie actually is, man. That, that cover rules for like what's delivered <laughs> it's a here. a good cover. Yeah, this, is, yeah. this movie, uh, like the release, it's a very late, I guess, Polonia release. Right, 2000. Um, doesn't seem like too many were made. It seems like it has a pretty low print run. Um, that's a pretty rounds entertainment, like pretty interesting company. They like re-released a whole bunch of these like other low budget like shot on video movies with like alternate artwork and stuff. But all the artwork is actually pretty awesome. Like they knew what they were doing when it came to that shit. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, I like man. That. Yeah, that's it, it's not like. Uh, what is a terror at the Red Roof Inn or whatever? Freaking oh Club, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Club Dead. Club uh, Dead. So like, what I what I what I feel like is the big miss for me is that you got like you got the feeder dudes here, right? Mm-hmm. They're all working on this film. You're making a film about fucking space aliens. Like, why no tie-in? Why not even like, uh, you know? I I, I wanted I, I just wanted there, there to be like it would be so cool to me if dude there is there these fuck. No, they have the fucking little like battle. Don't fucking tell me that's a. F- <laughs> they don't mention the fucking thing. It's not what I'm talking about. Sure, I'm is. saying like, They're I want together, like, bro. all right, you got these fuck ups, right? Like, what if these guys were brought in because they are the feeder dudes? 
and like they have experience with these fucking aliens, right? So they get brought in on this fucking team, and now they got to go up there to fucking like it would be so cool to be like they have history with these fucking aliens, and like they're the fucking feeder dudes, like we know them as that, like they have this fucking alien backstory already built in. I just, I, I think, I think that's what just pissed me off about it. Is I just well, wanted it to be an extension of feeder so bad. I, I love guess, that shit. I guess they could have tied John McBride in. Like after that, he like kind of went nuts, joined the military, ended up in this fucking like space force type thing. Uh, but you couldn't yeah, do. See? But remember, you know, the alien Polonia was the one that was alive at the end of feeder. So he wouldn't be involved with this. You know what I mean? Like that would be. Yeah. And it's and it wasn't an intentional tie in, but they use the exact same spaceship graphics and stuff like well, they yeah, built I mean, yeah. they built those graphics for <laughs> I mean those show up in Weller too. I have an I'm interview sure. with uh with John McBride and he's like, We use those spaceships in so many of because <laughs> they got them. Might that's, as well use honestly, them. like that's the big thing about this movie to me is that like just looking at all the fucking props that were used throughout this thing, yeah. It is like it's oh, great, they're in man. space, they better have their N ninety five mask on yeah. with their yeah, fucking yeah, with their safety you know, goggles. chemistry goggles. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so we actually funny. have a clip of the alien ships. And uh, I feel like this is one of those things where if this is the first time you're watching the movie and you see this after watching feeders, like it's going to you're going to pop like this is one of those things where you'll get like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, it's the same same thing. The props that you were saying, look, they have like the cupcake uh, pans on the wall. It's the interior of like the cockpit. I can read their license plates. I can can read read their license license (laughs) (laughs) plates. Look at these effects. They just don't do it like this anymore, man. Look at that mustache. Damn. Yeah, this is this is all out warfare. This looks like something from like a PlayStation 2 or something, maybe even PlayStation 1, but uh you know, 2000s, nine, well, actually no, it'd be like mid nine, mid to late 90s CGI graphics that you could buy at like Micro Center on a disc. Uh, that's what they're using there. And if you've seen feeders or feeders two or whatever, like you would recognize these immediately. You're actually going to recognize some of the music from feeders. Also, they, they reuse some of the same score, but yeah, I will say John McBride with the beard was pretty fucking fire. I I dig that for sure. With the, with the, uh, he had the turtleneck too. Damn. What a look, man. Hey, so, um, silhouetted animator was just talking about the CGI, the, the effects and, What's funny is um, John McBride talked about all the effects and how, and he was dead serious. He wasn't being, he wasn't being funny. He said that they got somebody in, in England or something to do all of the, the CGI and that that was the state of the art, the best that could, could happen at the time. And oh, that they were rough. so excited to get all of it to put in this film because they felt like this was like the the best you could get at the time and i thought that, was cool. that it's almost endearing you know it's, it's like oh well, that's <laughs> yeah you see jurassic park right <laughs> well, they, like there's way better yeah. effects out there they reuse even more stuff like the background of the spacewalk scene isn't that the same background that they use in bad magic yeah, they reuse oh, us yeah. so much. Yeah, they used a lot of bad magic stuff the, too. The, yeah, it's the, oh <laughs> yes, mean, yeah, yeah, why yeah. Not, right? Well, there's a first. Let's the spacewalk scene here is probably one of my favorite Polonia scenes of all time. It's just it's just so <laughs> awkward, right? No, it's not awkward. It's great, man. This is awesome. It's just awkward, right? All right, so let me let me roll this one because this is like this is just peak Polonia here. There he is, floating in space in his Tyvek suit, his motorcycle helmet on, and he's just bobbing back and forth with, like, the background that they used and fucking... There it is. Boom. Yeah. There we go. Look at that mustache. There's Mike. You, you captured that, right? Perfect. Yeah, yeah, there it is, man. He's, he's doing a spacewalk to repair the space station, and uh, it's just that whole sequence is funny as hell because he yeah. looks... Like he's doing it a hundred percent serious. Like it's way, way serious. But it looks like something you'd oh, see yeah. from like a nineties kid show on like PBS. Like something like where it's like really quickly done. <laughs> it just there's something about it that makes me like oh, that's I, a good I call. crack up every time. Like it's, it's hey, just, I don't know, it's oh, great. Ahead. I was gonna say, um, you know that that clip that you just showed? 
did you hear that little um, audio clip that keeps playing throughout the movie? That's like a, a clarinet that goes yeah. and keeps going. <laughs> I actually know exactly where that sample comes from because in like 2000, when this was made, I had a, an audio editing program for my music <laughs> called called Acid Music. Oh, yeah, yeah, and it came with all these preloaded samples. Acid Pro, And man. the haunted clarinet. <laughs> yeah, it was one of them. And it's that exact same sample because I've used it as a joke. And when I was watching this movie, I was that like, is a joke. Shit. I totally know where they that came from. They used it as from. a serious thing yeah. there. That's, that's fucking awesome. I used to use Acid Pro yeah. in high school. I took an electronic music class. Like you'd sit there just like make fucking like yeah. like techno songs on your computer. It's like, like oh yeah exactly. Yeah, eat, eat <laughs> like how uh, silhouetted animers animator says that there's no oxygen tanks need to just put on like a motorcycle helmet and like that's a, like a thing that continues throughout the movie where they're like on this they're on like Mars and they just have like N95 masks on no, and like they have oxygen no tanks. oxygen tanks. Yeah, just, they do. They have oxygen tanks on. They have like they have like those fucking like. <laughs> pop bottles that are supposed they to do. be like fucking they oxygen. Yeah, but it's supposed they said to they be went the... to the store and bought some some soda bottles and they turned them upside down. It's the future, there bro. Is. That's why, man. You don't you're not going to need a huge they're ass so fucking small, space suit in the future. Yeah, I get it. Come dude. on. Yeah. Look at them it compared just, to I, look, That's like Dude, that's like the bullshit thing about science fiction is that you can just be like it's the future, bro. You don't know what yeah. the fuck is exactly, the future man. holds. Yeah, fuck you. Exactly. I, I missed miss this comment before from Kiryu Gore. Eiffel 65 music video level effects. That is, it uh, really is that, dude. That, that is really pretty spot is on. Um, this movie actually has something that immediately makes me like it. Um, possibly the best fake newscast of all the movies we've oh, ever yeah. watched. Maybe besides um, Chillers. That one has like, that's like legit. The vampire one, like that's fucking pretty wild. But this oh, one, and, uh, can't remember was it City was. of the Vampires? I think has a, a good fake newscast too. Yeah, but that doesn't. That's too. That's too big a budget. That's. Oh. Okay. Oh wait. Oh no, not City. I'm thinking. <laughs> I was gonna say, how is that too big? I'm thinking, of a, I'm thinking a fucking City of Kingdom, the Walking. No, City. I'm thinking a. No, I'm thinking a City of the Walking Dead. Because I'm like, that's no, what the fucking that... 35 millimeter film. Like, yeah, of course they have a good fucking newscast on that. Um, <laughs> but the newscast here is, EK, do you know who this guy is? I don't. I was going to look him up because he makes me laugh every time. Every time he delivers a line, it's the funniest. It, it's really, <laughs> I, I, Gail, Gail Largay. Yeah, um, I, oh, oh, man on the road in the house that screamed. Feeders too. Oh, Mister Hatton in fe in Feeders too. He's the boss. The, the, the warehouse. Yeah, mm, he's the boss. Um, what's Nightcrawlers? You ever see that one? Yeah, I got that one too. I'll send it to you. Right, I mean, right. I'll pretend to send it to you. We'll watch it together on the TV <laughs> at the same time in the same house in the same room. Exactly uh, together in one room. <laughs> but uh, this this clip is going to show the newscast that pretty much maybe say holy shit they did a really fucking good job on this new los angeles base six was disabled and contact still has not been reached Almost at the same they have all time, stock footage from like <laughs> freak weather disasters disasters yeah like fires and shit uh, it's it's done like incredibly well i feel like this fucking guy <laughs> Yeah. This shot here cracks me up too. Oh, it's, it's, it's like a synthwave <laughs> cover from the eighties. Yeah. Yeah. They so like perfect. pan on the on the uh, I guess astronauts that are oh going to go up to God. investigate what's happening, and it looks like that picture of like like the sleep uh, fucking picture that they used for everything for a while, like where they're standing there, like the Sears oh, fucking portrait. But that was the <laughs> yeah yeah that's that is the what first it looks team. Like. Yeah, that's the first team that goes up. They don't fare too well, do they? <laughs> With the fucking Olin no. Mills to get their fucking shots taken. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's there's a pretty cool sequence in the beginning um, that has to do with the first crew and everything, and uh, they cut the guy's head exploding with like the explosion of like the lunar base, right? Isn't that what this is supposed to be? Because. Mm -hmm. They they don't explicitly show like the gore like they normally would do in a and Polonia I, and I, film. Well, that's the big problem of this movie, also. Um, but it's also like they have this like force 
that's like causing these things to happen and it's just like yeah. these squiggly fucking it's like the black lightning lines and shit yeah so they show this uh bright light hitting the lunar base oh there it is yeah, yeah. with the electricity the guy's screaming <laughs> holding his head i like how you can see the shape of the effect is that a baby monitor what's wrong what's wrong <laughs> the miniature is great that they use for yeah, the lunar base. Hyper. i would say this that like probably creating this set was probably the funnest aspect of making this movie like taking shit you could find around your house and turning it into a spaceship which yeah. is basically what oh, they fucking yeah. did oh, here yeah. i would it love would to be see, so fun i would do that right now <laughs> i would love to see a picture of that shit of like the set like in you know like a picture of the room i wonder if i wonder if i emailed mark oh. if he would like have anything like that because that's uh, yeah and the, i'm pretty interested the, actually the space station miniature and the and the creature at the end is all done by brett piper because you know he's worked with them for a bunch and I know you guys are both too. I'm a huge Brett Piper fan, and I think like you throw him in the mix, and it's always really fun. And I think he did a really good job. I love the space station miniature; it's cool looking. Dude, yeah. Piper and his like fucking like bug movies is like animal fucking shit. I, I he's awesome. I could definitely see like yeah. the uh, the collab being like a yeah. lot of fun. I just yeah. I Grizz hit him up, man. Didn't you speak to him about something? Fucking, did you? I thought you yeah, spoke to him about some I, shit. It was about some tapes I had, but yeah, I could, I could, I'm fucking my, I'll fucking reach out to him. I don't give a fuck. Remember me, motherfucker? I'm back. <laughs> I got questions now. Um, but the cool thing about this movie, or at least the story, is that these aliens, like, not only are just straight up, like, you know, can they kill you, but they also kind of create zombies out of people, right? Like, that's kind of mm -hmm. like one of their one of their deals is that they kill you and turn you into like a undead minion of theirs to do their bidding and uh, possibly one of the <laughs> coolest scenes of the film is when the doctor is visited by like this zombie alien entity and uh, it's actually a pretty cool line and i i feel like grizz you would like you like this scene at least come on yeah yeah i said there's good scenes i didn't say it was a you know all horrible <laughs> So this, this doctor Mitch, cracked me up the entire film. To be Mitch Hedberg over here, but like yeah. balding. His delivery. Of... The the zombie alien is wearing the same helmet that fucking Polonia was wearing before. Uh, he looks like. Yeah, <laughs> I just noticed that. Yeah, yeah he, he looks like he's like all shriveled what, up like a prune. But he said. What I liked what they tried. I like what they tried to go for though with the doctor, where like. He made this thing, this comment to the fucking McBride where he was like, you know, aliens don't got to be fucking hostile. We could be, if they're smart, we could fucking, you know, be peaceful with them and shit. And McBride's like, bang, bang, motherfucker, we're fucking going to kill those aliens yeah, and shit. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. respect well, he, that. You well, know, the, so like that whole dynamic and drama they were trying to build was, I could see what they were going for. It just, it was just pretty funny. Well, this like, is how it ended up landing. Well, like there's a cool thing with, they have like Cal which is like the onboard computer. Uh, they're doing that like whole um, 2001 Space Odyssey thing. Yeah, uh, but there's a cool sure. scene where John McBride is like having an interaction with him. And he's like, well, you know, probability says that they wouldn't be hostile. And then John McBride says to like to Cal, but what do you think? And Cal goes, I th I think they're gonna kill us or whatever. Yeah, he's like, we're fucking toasted. Yeah, yeah, he's basically like, nah, I think I think they're coming for us, and that turned out to be true. And it's it's pretty cool because these like space zombie things, they're kind of like um, like to me it rem it reminds me of something that would be like in like fucking Doom or something. You know uh -huh. what I mean? Like uh, this like space zombie from mars it's all like shriveled up and hellish looking almost and like they all end up turning into these like murderous fucking entities that just only resemble their former selves uh i, I think that's a pretty cool idea to add to this whole uh story that's going on it was confusing at first though because i was like who was the real fucking well what's what's the menace you know like i saw the feeders aliens but they're not fucking in this movie so like I see the, the 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 lightning, and that's supposed to mean something. Now I see a fucking zombie. That's supposed to mean something. So it's like all these different like things. And I'm like, oh, what the? 
But I, I will say, once I finally get the reveal of like what the actual alien is, and then like the whole planet fucking spaceship joint thing, I was like, all right, that's that's pretty cool. The, the final alien payoff was dope in the movie, but like. I, I see, like, the whole zombie thing being cool. I just thought it was like, man, like, what the fuck is going on throughout this whole thing? <laughs> what do you think, EK? Uh, space zombies good? Space zombies bad? Oh, I, I love that. That's one of my favorite scenes, that clip that you just showed, especially because it's got um, Todd Carpenter, which I have to spend some time on because he, outside of the main core group of Polonia actors, He's one of my absolute favorites. Every time he shows up, you know, he was Santa in Feeders 2. But more importantly for me, he was part of the Red Claws gang in Bad Magic. And he just, he <laughs> makes oh, yeah, me laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. Dude, dude, that fucking gang, man. Yeah, he's very similar to, there's certain Polonia staple actors that when you, they don't even have to say anything. The second they appear on screen, I start laughing. And he's one of them. So the fact that he's supposed to be playing some brilliant doctor <laughs> cracks me up. And I just, I love the addition of him in this movie. And that whole scene when he's trying to have a, you know, some moment. Yeah, like an alien. A heart to heart. Tell me what you want me to do. And it's like, yeah. And he's like, I the want you to die. to die. It's just so funny. Um, his, uh, he's so good, man. I love, I love Todd. Mark's wife isn't in this one, right? I didn't. I didn't notice no, her anywhere. Her. No, because no, she's, she's like another one. Like whenever you see her in these movies, it's just like, ha <laughs> Especially, yeah. I mean, she's it's, always a, she's a treat. She's fucking hilarious, dude. Her line delivery is always like phenomenal. Also, I I do feel like John McBride is like a legit like he's like an actor. Like he's a good actor. I feel I feel like out of everybody, he's always the most well, solid. I I think it comes across that way because of what he's surrounded by. I think if he were like put him in like a normal movie, he'd be like, like "Whoa, Lee. what the fuck, dude?" <laughs> yeah, he's gonna play. He's gonna be playing across from Christopher Lee and fucking uh, yeah. You know, <laughs> Come on, man, it's John McBride. I mean, he's like he's like Keanu level bad of like acting for sure, but like he could he could do those like level of roles pretty well. I'm sure. I really <laughs> liked him as this like captain character. He's got like this like dark oh yeah me too history with the cool. crew where he lost a crew once did they allude to the fact that like they were killed by these aliens like is that supposed to, you know like he's having that yeah. weird like flashback is that is oh that flashback i didn't fucking understand at all bro i don't know because it was other crew that got killed like were, were they killed by is that aliens? what it was is that what it was is that why yeah, he's I think so, that's like, what they're alluding to. Yeah, like they're that's why he's so like not trusting. He's immediately like, no, yeah. these things are hostile. Um <laughs> you wanna you wanna show what the alien looked like? So these Hell people, yeah. let's, uh, let's give yeah. Brett Piper a little bit of shout out here. Actually, wait, no, wait, not yet, not yet. Actually, one one thing uh, first. Okay. I wanted to show the use <laughs> just, just a tease. Just the <laughs> use of household items as props in this film. Uh, they eventually oh, yeah, touch yeah. down on this planetoid, uh, and they go into this cave and they figure out that this isn't just like a fucking planet. This is a spaceship. Dude, there is an engine on this motherfucker, but that's not the best part of this clip. Yo, when I first saw this shit, I fucking died, dude. This is the most ridiculous part of this movie to me. Look at this. John and who's that, Mark? Uh, no, it's John. Oh, uh, John and John? Yeah. Gotta blow this son of a bitch. Let's put <laughs> fucking smoke, detect smoke detectors on it. Yeah. That's a pretty good idea. I mean, they could have. Oh, I did. I gave it the close up is what gave it away. I was like, don't do a close up on it. It's an obvious smoke detector. Silhouetted Button animator. Says on it and shit. Silhouetted, silhouetted animator says, that's no moon. Uh, Obi Wan. Yeah. <laughs> John said that uh, all that was shot, I think, in Mark's basement, too. And they just put glad trash bags up throughout the whole basement to give the cave uh, effect. Really? I thought they did a pretty good job. Yeah. I, I'm shocked. I thought they may have, like, done that somewhere. Like, just, you know, they're in Pennsylvania. You can find a cave fucking anywhere. You walk out of your house and there's one. That's why. No, I, it's all in a basement. Yeah. It's see, all just trash bags yeah. hung up. 
That's fucking impressive. Fucking video man. nasties. The haircuts are ridiculous as always with any of these movies. But like, I oh, feel yeah. like McBride's is like supposed <laughs> to be this like hero cut, like very like fucking like it's it's the leading man fucking haircut for sure. Kurt so. Russell. Well, yeah. Well, in that last clip, fucking John and John, they look like Tim and Eric. Like fucking hey dog, sitting totally. there in that fucking yeah. picture. <laughs> uh, but let's show them the main alien. This is the mastermind behind this whole thing where they're, I guess, trying to terraform Earth, right? That's kind of like their their goal here at the moment. Um, but it's pretty cool. I wonder how big the actual miniature was for this because it's a puppet, of course. Um, it definitely looks better than the feeders, uh, avocado aliens. Uh, but let's let's roll this one. Um, Joplonia is, is awesome. like in a trance because these things have these telepathic abilities. Which Yo, his you know, reaction when he comes out of his trance is the best part. He's like, "What the fuck?" He, that that handsome mustachioed man looks up and he sees this giant <laughs> naked this cyclops alien. Look at that screen. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking scream is so good, dude. Are you kidding he's, me? He's got he's got some scream, right? That and when he's like, we're gonna show it in a second when he finally meets his end. Uh his like yell when he's getting killed, like shit, man. Oh dude, it's like when he dies in bad magic when he gets fucking stabbed in the fucking face over and over it's again. It's like guttural, like it's like a Amazing. Brutal... <laughs> Amazing. It's so unsettling. But I feel Alien like, McNugget. It's definitely it's definitely just a clump of shit yeah, with an eyeball. Get out of here. This thing's standing there hanging dong on Mars. It's fucking awesome. Know, that's what I thought too. I was like, damn, bro. Um, EK, uh, this versus the feeders aliens. Where do you stand? Who's uh, who's the I feel superior? Like that's, un that's unfair to, to compare them because I feel like if if Brett did both of them, I could compare that. But I don't want to. That's like comparing, you know. Uh, Van Gogh with Picasso. <laughs> no, see, I, I think the feeder aliens kicked this guy's ass, dude. Like this dude's way more intimidating, right? But I feel like he's very like, um, I don't know, just like rustic in a way, like kind of like fucking dumb. Also, look how easily he was fucking, you know, duped. So it's like I, I think the fucking feeders aliens are a little more like high tech, real space fucking alien motherfuckers that well, would really. In numbers, you know, there's a fucking ton of little feeders. There's just we've seen one dong hanging fucking alien. That's all we've seen. Well, so well, he also this guy has like the ability to like telepathically talk to you also. So he may be able to do. Yeah, that was pretty cool. He's able His to voice control <laughs> something. Dude. Oh man! Well, he, we just showed that he's able to control John Polonia, like to make him do things. So, um, you know, I don't know. Maybe the feeders aliens would also be affected too. But let's video uh, nasties. I hope you enjoy the voice of this motherfucker, dude. <laughs> Your weapons cannot harm me, you pathetic little grub. <laughs> you pathetic little grub. <laughs> Why does he make these noises? It's like a, it's, it's like a cousin of the feeders alien. These fucking straps are killing me. How awesome that looks. <laughs> <laughs> I already have. <laughs> you have, yeah. you have John giving his all. That's an that's an A plus performance right there. Anybody that's listening oh, at home, go to our YouTube channel. Uh, come look for these clips because this thing does look like a giant potato with legs. Uh, it's <laughs> yeah, fucking awesome. That's a good call. That's uh, exactly right. But it's it. it's extremely dangerous because it eventually eats <laughs> fucking John Polonia. Uh, now we're gonna hear that famous scream. And gurgle that anytime he dies is, after the year 1997, that's what happens. Um, probably the but, scene of the movie, right? Yeah. And uh, there is a miniature John Polonia that goes along with it also, um, <laughs> rivaled by Sor uh, How do you say it? Saurians? Saurians, yeah. So he's getting eaten by this giant alien and uh, he's Malco, screaming, no! Malco, no. <laughs> but the the alien puppets like little pepperoni arm is uh, <laughs> trying to feed like a GI Joe sized John Polonia to his uh, well, yeah. self. 
Look at that. That's pretty brutal, man. <laughs> He's like, oh, no, no. eat him. <laughs> so He's just shoving him in his fucking mouth. Yeah. It's so good. Ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wait, what year is, what year was Drainiac? Oh, I want to say 98. Yeah, I'd say somewhere around there probably. What did they tell him? Like, hey, man, we want you to do something for our movie, but we only got about $70 left. What could you get me? He's done a lot with them. You know, he's worked he he's worked a ton with them over the years. So it's I, he's just part of the crew. You know, he's this gang. I imagine like hanging out on set with oh, all these guys. God. It would be so much fun. I, you'd say that, but it's probably like the most awkward fucking like. Yeah, it's like talking to <laughs> you can ever imagine. Yeah, it's like us three fucking talking. It's the same shit. Uh, Brett Piper actually has like a wild uh, um, IMDb. Like it's it goes all the way back to 1982. Yeah. It's fucking yeah. wild. Raiders of the Living Dead. Have you ever seen that? No. Anybody either? No? That's one of the only ones I'm still missing. Yeah. Um, they bite. That's that, that's an okay movie. Yep. I uh, like that. One. I didn't know yeah. that he did the house that's Mutant War, man. Did he? Did he do uh, special effects on Mutant War? That's he did Mutant War. That's his film. Oh really? Oh, he directed that. I'm looking at his special effects. Uh, Mutant War, nymph- a nymphoid barbarian, and dinosaur hell. <laughs> Dinosaur. Yeah, that's good. I just posted a clip from that not too long ago. There you go. EK, what's your what's your Instagram? Uh renting the apocalypse because that's an apo- a post-apocalyptic film. So it's mutant war. There you go. Cyclops, Arachnia, Screaming Dead, Bite Me. Uh Grizz, that's a movie you like, right? The giant cockroaches. Yeah, bite me is fucking awesome. Bunch of weed uh, and cockroaches yeah. and shit. It's Bacteria, awesome. Muckman, Queen Crab, Tri Triclops, Outpost Earth. Man, he's been busy. Um, yeah. but this movie has a pretty, pretty good ending. I would say compared to a lot of other low budget movies, they actually wrap it up pretty nicely. Um, and we got uh, delivery here is, yeah. is he's shooting so for the fucking moon, baby. He's going yeah, for this it. guy an Academy shoot, Award. He's shooting for Mars. Yeah, this is it. He's shooting <laughs> for Mars, man. That's where we are. <laughs> Dude, you tell him, fucking amen, McBride. So uh, basically, they're getting burnt by the sun. Basically, uh, John McBride instructs Paul that if he doesn't come back or whatnot, by he has to make sure by any means necessary that this fucking thing does not make it to Earth. So blow it up, do whatever. But he ends up getting this thing to go hurling into the sun, which would kill all them. Uh, but I guess it's a happy ending because they end up destroying the alien menace and saving the planet. And Cal gives like a heartfelt speech, right? Where he's saying like, we, we defeated um, a threat by working together. And that's the only way we could survive. I he's love very, the Cal uh, character. Very heartfelt. Did, did, I, I really, really like the Cal character. Like there's a lot yeah. of good lines. You were moved by it. I can I tell. Was, you were, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like no, you guys. I fucking love the Kale character. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea why I like that fucking thing so much. But there's like so many good lines. The one where he's saying like, "Oh, I'm scared," and he's like, "Oh, like what should I do? Like when I'm alone?" And like he's like speaking to him how he's like sad that John McBride's leaving, where he's like, "Oh, my friends." <laughs> Then he then he says like that shed he's, a single tear. That's well, he says that he says at one point I think that he's going to be with his friends. So it's like, damn, like yeah, he's, they he's got happy me to love. The end, bro. They got yeah. me to love this robot thing. This projector. <laughs> they made me projector, feel for an inanimate object, bro. <laughs> for this fucking projector mounted on top of a TV. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. Covered uh, in fucking cupcake wrappers. Dude. <laughs> 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 it's the good sorry, stuff man. man it's the good stuff yeah, <laughs> yeah they they really i feel like they made this like uh, this is an absolute polonia classic i think you talking about it man it wasn't that bad uh it's not no, a horror it's, movie it's just, it's just a little boring for me I, I'm, I'm a hard selling a sci-fi shit dude so like this just isn't 
my cup of tea, you know, but it's drinkable, bro. I'm down. I, I still fucking yeah. finished it. You could chug it. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, dude. I plugged uh, my you, nose and drank it up. EK, what do you think about this one? What are your final thoughts? Oh, man. I, I love this movie. I think it's really fun. I mean, I think, you know, Mike, you and I have a very similar feel about these Polonia ones, <laughs> especially. And this is one that is up there for me as well. I did want to point out um, something before we move on to that uh, I was going to ask you, did you know that theme song is, is quite the jam at the beginning? And I don't know if you looked into the composer, John Royale. Did no. you look into him at no, all? No, who is that? <laughs> he, uh, that's the, that's the fake name of John McBride. Oh, who oh, scores wow. a ton of their stuff. So. Wow. He's also fucking right in the music. I love what a, how what a guy. they, they make up so many names on their stories, <laughs> or like on their films. Just to fill credits. Like half wow. the names because John was saying like you nobody wants to see edited, produced, written all by the same name. So they just credits up. That was the only reason they yeah. did it. Just so yeah. they. That's so fucking funny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I'm shocked, man. No, I love this movie, and I. Yeah, he he went all the way back to uh, to Splatter Farm. I mean, yeah, I think he, he did, did the music for that. He did Splatter too, Farm, but... uh, Terror House, Blood Red Planet, uh, House That Screamed Two, Guerrilla Warfare, Battle of the Apes. Uh, Night Thirst, Among yeah. Us, Theater of the Deranged, Amityville, Exorcism, a 1.9 on IMDb. Oof. Yeah, <laughs> no, this is a this is a good one, man. I I will say my favorite line of the entire movie that makes me laugh out loud is at the beginning. You know the first team that goes in and then they end up getting blown up. Yeah, you know how they put the smoke detectors around to 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 blow everything yeah. up. Yeah, the one crew guy asked the other guy. He says. How big of an explosion is this going to be? And then the other guy responds, have you ever seen a molecular explosion? And the guy goes, no. And he goes, it makes that one look like, <laughs> like an A-plus fucking line. I will agree with that. That's oh, a Polonia line right there. Well, the most Polonia line to me in this movie is when he's doing the spacewalk and the alien is like approaching and John McBride is like, get back in the airlock. And uh, John Polonia goes, fucking A, I'm getting back in. And he says it, yeah, he says it so naturally. So like, like it, it's, it sounded so perfect. I was cracking up every time I heard that line. I think this movie would be yeah. a great watch with a group of people when you're, you know, ingesting your preferred substances. I said that like a fucking <laughs> moron. Substances. I can't speak. Uh, it's available on YouTube, but go. Uh, is there? There's no other way to buy it, right? At this Just point, that like DVD, there's no. I think in the VHS, yeah. And those are out of print, Brutal. right? Yeah, think, as far well, as I know, I don't VHS know. Maybe is, SRS did something, but I don't think so. Yeah, we're gonna have to figure that one out because this one definitely deserves uh, to be watched. But like I said, you could find it on YouTube. Um, the tape is very expensive now. The DVD. Hard to find, not that expensive, but just a pain in the ass, right? That's just yeah, one of those just things. Yeah, hard to find. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, Grizz, this week we're uh, we're heading over to the wide world of metal with our with our extra uh, passenger. So we got a three way this week. What are we listening <laughs> to? Uh, yeah. So I, I, you know, whenever whenever we got the the man himself, Ek on, try to find something a little interesting. I know my man's got a uh, a wide variety of musical experience and taste, um, and I, I you know we're he's a metalhead too, so I know that. So like he can he can fucking hang. Um, but I, I brought a band called Astral Tomb to the fucking group this week, man, and I think that this album, um, uh, Complete Spiritual Death, is just like fucking phenomenal. I think this is like a genre crossing, uh, experimental type of. You know, metal album that uh, I was actually pretty taken back by. Uh, this is the first time I've ever listened to this band. When he sent me this, I was like, Jesus Christ, that's an awesome fucking band name. Um, this type of music, I don't know, man. Like the the genre, I, like I don't really listen to this like genre. It's kind of a mix of multiple things. Kind of, kind of reminded me of. Um, I'm not gonna be able to fucking think of their name now. Um, I don't know. I can't think of it. Uh, but this is this a uh, like where where are they from? Do you have any idea? Uh, Denver. 
Colorado band? Yeah, Denver, Colorado. Yep. Yeah. And uh, this is like their second full length that they came out with. Um, younger kids, man. Like they're not like uh, enough. They got to be like in their early twenties at at that and shit. Um, and it's kind of cool that they're like younger and and producing music that's like this advanced and like um you know this expressive because it's very fucking this is different even like the album artwork that you're about to see everything is just very unique about the the way they approach this um, uh, why don't we start w- uh, with all black vet just give people a little bit of a taste of what they're uh, what they can expect is this like a cover or something i meant to ask like is this a i don't think so no i don't believe so no i think this is original yeah yeah um because i felt like this was like kind of d- like different compared to all the other songs on the album Right, like I was wondering if they were doing something, but oh, hold on, let me roll. Oh, they're doing something. <laughs> doing something, all right. <laughs> I do like yeah, these the just like girl vocal. vocals that yeah. happen at times. I like when they mix stuff like that. Reminds me of like like early two thousands metalcore. Yeah. Well, that. It's like a mix of like death metal, black metal. Um, there's like doom metal like, in it, and then there's like uh, a, like there's this a, bouncy this, thing. There's like like s- this. I can't. This. I don't want to say new metal, but it is almost like a fucking <laughs> little bit of like a new metal thing going on in there too. There's um. There's a synth. There's like a lot of synth in, on it at some points. Right, like a, there's, it's pretty cool. Like there's that interlude that plays later on in the album. That's like, yeah, I like that. It sounds like something. Yeah, that, that's like, what you mentioned at- to me. Ek was the uh, the drum interlude on, uh, uh, what is it? Funeral. Uh, I can't funeral remember. Funeral of self. Thing. I want to say is what it's called. Yeah, funeral of self. Yeah, funeral of self. Because it is. It's like a fucking three or four minute, maybe even longer, just like drum section. That is. Dude, that guy it, it's is insanely his good. Ass off. That's what I what I would mention about this album is they are mixing a lot, and they're it's a very ambitious record, I would say. And I can tell they are younger, and I'm excited to see where they go from here. But that drummer came in swinging and he shines on this entire from front to back on this record that drummer is no joke like keep your eye on that dude because he's awesome and on that um that song in particular yeah around the six minute mark or so the everybody just drops out and basically lets him take over and it's like an old school drum solo which you never hear anymore and he fuck dude he demolishes the kit and it sounds it's mic'd really well like i feel like the production on the drums are, are you know top notch and uh i was really blown away by by his work on this whole record like that dude's the production dude's is, is kind of strange on the album i think in general the, the, the drums sound amazing throughout the whole thing um the way the guitars and the bass and stuff are like eq'd out and like where they sit in the mix is a little bit strange at times like some of the guitar stuff's kind of like really shallow but like it works somehow for like what they're putting together, especially because the vocalist has like this really deep uh, delivery at times. And mm-hmm. like, there's a lot of like, uh, like that, that girl part you just heard there. There's like songs that are have like a, you know, majority that are like that, which was, I was really surprised yeah. by um, some things I wasn't expecting to say the least when listening to this one. I wonder if that's like they, uh, they recorded the drums somewhere else, like from the, the rest. Oh, that could yeah. be. You know, at some yeah, I would you... say, you know, that seems like it. it. It really does. That would, you know, my only critique really is when listening to it, it's a little disjointed between the drummer and the rest of the band. It does feel like something's a little different there. And maybe it's just because he's really taken over. He's really pushing through this whole record. And they're kind of, they are taking a backseat to a lot of the record, to, to the drumming. It's phenomenal. The production, like you said, is so crisp. Yeah, it's really crisp and clean, whereas the guitars are, they are a little bit messier and noisier it's like a and a little back sound. in the mix, too. And so it's interesting, but that might be part of their whole, you know, experimentation, too, because that's that's what they're trying to do. Is, is the album before this one different. does have a very similar sound. I feel like it might be a little bit of like, I, I think it's honestly a little bit of both, where the drummer is this so advanced, uh, maybe in comparison to that he is like pushing a little bit which you could tell at times and like they're they're keeping up but i, I it's not to like take away from these other no. musicians because they are no. playing 
very no, technical, yeah. very interesting, dynamic the, fucking the riffs and shit. Really good. Weird time signatures. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's hard to like, you yeah. know, keep up with that. Um, the other track that I pulled here, uh, this 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 clip is like I thought this was just a very interesting sounding like way these riffs are built and stuff. This song called Coward. Um, t- take a listen to this and like you know check out like what we're talking about. Blast is nuts. This guy's awesome. This is like the bounce that you're talking about. Yeah. Like just interesting riff writing. I mean, just weird. Okay, get it. Oh, wait, nah. I was gonna yeah, say. First time you headbang with hair in fucking years, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? <laughs> That's hilarious. But, but as you can see, like, the drummer is just, he's going off, like, the whole fucking time. What, I, I really would, I would actually like to see them live. I feel like they would be a really yeah. good live I'll band. Just, yeah. Just to watch the drummer do his thing would be a just pleasure, the whole band. Man. I feel like this would be, Hitting like, a gravities really... and shit like that would just... I'd watch I, that all day. I just feel like this band would be fucking like probably really good live. Like it's yeah, one of those you things know, how some bands like it's more of the atmosphere and everything of like seeing it in person. Like yeah. I feel like this this band would probably be fucking would rip seeing them in person. Yeah, one of the things that I liked about the whole feel of this record overall that I don't normally get is it sounds like a live recording to me. There's so much energy in every song, whereas a lot of bands complain that they go into the studio and that their live energy is kind of dulled down in a studio. I wouldn't say that's the case with this band. Like, I feel like I know what they're going to feel like live, and it's really, it's captured pretty well. And I I will say that, like, there's a lot of bands where, like, when the talent is kind of pushed really far, it's hard to translate that onto an album with like metal in a way. Like sometimes I'll, I'll hear bands that are like, man, that album fucking sucks. And like you said, you go see them live and you're just like, Holy fuck. Like I was not expecting it to be this good or these guys to be able to play like at this level and shit. Cause it just doesn't come across on the album as well. Maybe through production or whatever means or whatever. But like, you know, some very technical bands are just live bands that need to be appreciated that way. I, I agree this I would love to see this band fucking rip it up. Yeah. I still think this is worth giving a listen to. Um, you could find it on Spotify. You could find them on YouTube. You could yes, probably find them on Apple Music. Um, was it Astral Death? I don't know. Astral Tomb. Astral to- Tomb. Total Spiritual Death. There we go. Such yeah. a great, name. great album, man. Dude, that is great awesome. Name. That's an awesome bad name. Seriously. For yeah. Real. Good cover uh, too. I like the covers. Well. Uh, next week. We will be start. We won't be doing a Halloween show. This was our Halloween show because it's going to be crazy that night. So uh, we decided to do one on Wednesday, and we're going to start November's Vampire Month with something that I feel like uh, most most. I think this is going to be a new one to a to a bunch of people. 2001's Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter, uh, a tape that I had to go. Uh, I had to actually buy from another country, but it's a oh, yeah. NTSC tape. Um, very interesting movie that we're going to show you guys live next. Well, we're not going to show you the movie, but we're going to review it and show you clips live next Tuesday, next Wednesday night. Wednesday yep. at, at 9 p.m. <laughs> Eastern Standard Time. That's uh, Wednesday next week at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That'd be November 1st. Um, but EK, we want to thank you for coming. Where could they find you and everything else that you do? Uh, thanks again for having me. This is a fun one. Uh, you can check out on Instagram. I'm at renting the apocalypse where I just post post-apocalyptic stuff. And then uh, my, my podcast laser graves, which we just, just put out a new episode on uh wax work from 1988, which is that's awesome. Awesome. Uh, cool. That's such a cool movie. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah. So we just put that out. Um, that's what I'm doing. So, so check out laser graves too. And again, thanks dudes. This is fun. Oh, I mean, yeah, I feel like, always. you know how I am. You guys know me really well. <laughs> I'm going to push to be in costume every time every <laughs> we can make this a tradition that every time you come out, we got to fucking dress up. I'm fine with that. I know we yeah, got a whole, we we got a whole yeah. list of Polonia movies that we still got to cover. So yeah, that's right. It's we'll, not go into, we'll go into the horror yeah. shit again. We'll go into the deep horror stuff again. Uh, but Grizz, where can they find you on the internet? 
uh speaking of where you can find me you can find me at uh you know kate underscore enabler on instagram and if you are looking for t-shirts still uh, like garbage man 78 here in the chat was asking about um we are not selling on etsy anymore through their policy changing and their payout uh issues that they were having um so if you do want a t-shirt we still have stock in most sizes hit either one of us up on uh, our instagram pages we'll be happy to take care of you yeah, and uh, you can find everything we do at www.badtastevideo.com. Uh, please visit uh, visit our YouTube page. You can see all these um, episodes uh, that we've done on the channel. Uh, you can go back and watch them. You can see all the clips of these fucked up movies that we watch. Uh, we have a Patreon if you want to sign up to that. We have some cool things on there. You can ask the people that are signed up. Sometimes we help you see things that are not so easy to find. But True. true. Yeah, uh, but we want to thank you for coming, everybody, in the chat. We had a great Halloween season this month. Yeah. Uh, we tried to do things a little bit differently. We didn't want to just hit the nail right on the fucking head because where's the fun in that? Um, but again, EK, thank you for coming. Thank you, everybody, for supporting. And Jonas, I don't ever want to see you without that hair ever again, Mike. Uh, <laughs> it's like it's 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 growing yeah, I know. so much over this I'll episode. It. I'll wear it. I a want you to times. shampoo it after you're done. Oh man, dude, I'll, I'll break it out. I'll break it out for the Christmas party. That will. Uh, there we go. Yeah. We should just rewatch Feeders Two uh, for Christmas this year, and uh, we'll yeah. have EK on again, and we'll see what it's like watching it for the fifteenth yeah. time. Uh, but I, I want to thank everybody for coming, and we'll see you next week on Wednesday night at nine p.m. Eastern Standard Time at YouTube.com/slash at Bad Taste Video Podcast. Thank you very much, <laughs> and have a good night, day, whenever you're listening, watching. See you later.